Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. What's up, boo-boo? Nothing much, man. Here we are. Yeah. Cigar Lounge. We love the Cigar Lounge. We've been recording a lot in here. Yeah, because we can smoke. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And they give me free cigars. Oh, I didn't get a free cigar. No, no. They, they just give them to me. Because mm, you live here. You live here. Well, actually, I don't know if they're giving them to me. I just keep taking them. Oh, I should okay. probably ask. You probably I ask. just assumed that I could do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, <laughs> but when Harold's asking you, oh, what's the number on the back? That He's charging it to your, your account. You realize that, right? Oh, I thought he was just asking what I was smoking. No. Uh, he is asking what you're smoking. Yeah, I just so thought he was he curious. You. I, oh, yeah. Okay, my bad. No wonder your tab's over. So they're not free. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, my tab's not over. It's just big. It's just big? That's This is the dangerous thing about having a membership here is you can just throw stuff on a tab. Yeah. Yeah. What's the highest you've gotten that tab? That's not important. Yes, it is. What's the highest you've gotten that tab? Okay, so since my wife doesn't listen. Yes, yes. It has crossed the $300 mark. $300. Yeah. Yeah. That's One probably, time. That's One probably... Time. Usually, no. after an event. No, I mean, usually oh, that would happen after yeah, an event. Yeah, because I'll buy a box of cigars, exactly. and so, so that's another that, extra. That's really, yeah. Exactly. So that's the important thing. It's not like you're smoking no. $300 worth. It's no. like, hey, you're at an event. You buy, buy a, a box of cigars. buy that dress box, uh, Tatuaje Monster, yep. and uh, that Halloween. That that's usually, that in fact, that is when it happened. It was, it was Halloween. <laughs> it's I always Halloween. Tatuaje box. No, those are good, man. Man. So what are you $300. doing? $300. Yeah. Well, I don't do that anymore. Wow. Wow. Oh, stop. <laughs> Goodness. What is new with the Fofo? I have nothing new. Yeah, you do. You're well, killing it at work. I can't talk about the details. but like, that. killing it at work, but yeah. Work's been going real yeah, well. Going you went through a season where like you were super stressed. Yep. There were like a lot of things going on yep. and you were like, you were walking through the valley. Yep. Yep. You out the valley. Uh, I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm you going won't be going back in. I'm, I'm going up the hill out of it. You're right? climbing up the mountain. Mm. Right? That's what you do. Uh. No, I don't do the head bob like yeah, you do. Yeah. What is this? What is this? Climbing up the mountain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so no. no, yeah, no, 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 no. It, it, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm starting to see light at the end. I'll know better. Actually, when this drops, yeah, when this drops, I'll know better. And you get your, get your uh, 500k bonus. No, stop for the, it for the that's, month that's or something not, like that. Stop it. Is that not what? It, no. no? No, no, that's okay. not true. No, I just made that. That's up. not true. <laughs> yeah, you, don't be saying that. People already think. <laughs> Listen, all you gotta do is look at what Jimmy drives. You know, he ain't got a 500k bonus. <laughs> Stop it. That's a good car. Oh my gosh, Jimmy drives this hoopty. It is. It not only is it a, a janky old white like Ford Escort. No, it, uh, Ford Focus. Okay, Ford Focus. <laughs> it's Canadian. <laughs> It's a 2006 Ford Focus. It's a 2006 Canadian Ford Focus. Whatever. With a headlight out. It's done me well God. for the last 12-something years. Oh, really? Yeah. So you really like that car? Yeah. Do you pick up your clients in that car? Uh, no. Oh, no, no, really? No, okay, so you drive a company car for that then. I'm yeah, you, know, okay. you know, I'm just like, mm. you know, Joe, not all of yeah. us can uh, be at your status where you could go through a new car every couple years. Well, that's because my daughter trashes them. <laughs> totals it. That's exactly. why I have to do it. it. You know, it must be nice. To have that disposable income to keep buying new cars. Buy my hipster Cadillacs. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it must be, uh, church must be doing really well. Your was, pamphlets must be going quite uh, gangbusters. Yeah. Oh, again, yes, you did go to South Africa for uh, this big speaking tour mm-hmm. and on TBN. <gasps> it what? all coming together. TBN prosperity. That's where I get you, that money, that's yo. That's where you get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got, I got mm-hmm. retainers. Do you really? Oh, yeah, man. I got riders, retainers. Mm-hmm. There's certain things I need in the dressing room. Well, name One. Give me one thing. Cigars. 
Dang it. Yeah, I was hoping for something better. No. I was hoping you would like have, be a little bit more creative no, in that. No, I don't have anything. Like you you want a jar of M&Ms but only the orange ones. You know why you know you know why uh Van Halen did that? Not why. Cuz that, that's a true thing. Yeah. Um they uh so everybody makes fun of them and say like what a bunch of prima donnas, you know, they ask for, you know, like a a certain color of M&M or mm-hmm. whatever. And the reason they did that was, you know, they had a writer, you have a big writer, you're a big band, you got a yep, lot of requirements yep. and a lot of expectations. Um, they would walk into the green room or the dressing room and they would know uh, there's a bag of M&Ms there or there's a bowl of M&Ms there and they didn't do what we said. If they didn't get that, they're not paying attention to the details on our rider at all. And oh. so it was a way, it was a Jimmy move. That's a Jimmy move. That, where, that, that, that. that is it, right? Yeah, that is it. That's what I would do. Yeah. yeah. I, always throw, <laughs> like you, I have my big in there. and then I have my little test in the thing. You're right. I yeah. do that. I do that all the time. They weren't, they weren't being prima donnas, man. They were being practical. Like, man, y'all, I can't even get the M&Ms right. How am I, how are you going to get, how are you going to uh, get everything else? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Listen, we got to get to it. Right, we fine. are finally rolling out Goodness. something that we've been working on for a long time. How long has this been, Joe? Uh, it's been months and months. It, months and months. I think even longer. There's a. You know, I have a journal filled with us trying to work this out in a way that's going to be helpful. Mm-hmm. And um, so what we're uh, we, we we talked about it briefly yes. a week ago. Yep. And so now we're actually going to roll it out uh, for everybody. And it is the ransom Bible study method. Now, um, you guys, you guys know if you listen to the podcast that we love the 1689. Yep. Uh, some of us love it maybe too much, um, mm-hmm. and we tattoo it on our body. Joe. That would be me. But what we really love is God's Word. Yeah. We love the Bible, man. We love it so much. And, um, you know, Jimmy, why, why do we love the Bible? Like, why, why is it so precious, so special? Why do we get excited about Scripture? Yeah, I mean, because Scripture is where God has revealed uh, himself to us right right like we 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 love uh the word because in in a world full of uh yeah uh, despair in a world full of lies lies distrust Mm -hmm. things like that we know we have the infallible word of god yeah revealed yeah Yeah, it's it's given to us it's important for people to know like we don't love the bible because we love books we do love books we like to read um you know we like to we like to grow in our understanding and knowledge but the Bible is unique. You know, like, like you said, it, 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 is, um, it is the inspired, infallible Word of God. Uh, Psalm 19 says it's perfect and sure and, and mm. right and pure and true. Mm. So um, the, the, the Bible is valuable to us, and yet at the same time, I would say, and I know you would say, as much as we love it or as much as we say we love it, uh, we don't always act like we love it. No. And, and for a lot of people, there's, there's this disconnect between themselves and the Word of God. It, uh, a lot of Christians, a lot of Christians do not regularly yeah. read the Bible. Um, biblical illiteracy is at an all-time high, yep. even though we have it for free everywhere yeah. on our phones. You go to any church, they'll give you a Bible. Exactly. You, people mail you a Bible, and yet we really don't get into it. And a lot of churches don't even teach uh, basic principles of Bible study and yeah. how to read it, how to hermeneutics. interpret all that, yep. So we worked out uh, a way of of helping people uh, read the Bible uh, practically, theologically, yeah. and we call it the Ransom Bible Study and Method. And it's not just for people. It's We developed it for us first, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's what to, we do. To aid us in our study, and it's, yeah. it's, it, we just, I guess, I mean, is the right way systematized? I mean, yeah. We kind of laid it out. Uh, the process that we already go through. Yeah, and this is this is always helpful. Jimmy and I find this out a lot. Like, so it's like we the ransom Bible study method 
it was things that we were always doing as we yeah. read the word. But when you force yourself to write it out, to organize it, to systematize it, boy, it really sticks a lot better oh, for yeah. us personally. Yeah. And then we were like, you know what? This is <laughs> this is helpful. We think this, this will be really good. helpful for other people. <laughs> um, so we want to roll this out. Now, there are other methods out there like this where there's an acrostic and, and every letter in the word stands for something else. There's the SOAP method, right, um, and things like that. But we wanted something that was going to have a, a very clear aim, right? So, yeah. like, we, we want people when they're reading the Scripture to know God, to glorify God, to better understand themselves, to understand the, the, the world that they live in, and they need to see the supremacy of Jesus, as yes. they're reading scripture. So we want people to read it with, with this aim of knowing the Savior, knowing the gospel better, and so that they can be really transformed by the renewing and I of their minds. I appreciate that, too, because, I mean, one of the things I've always loved about Redeemer is, uh, just with all the preachers and everything, is how, how Christ-centered the preaching is, and that's because the the study behind, right, when we're reading scripture, we're always looking at that aim. What, is, what does this say about... What does it say about God? What does it say mm-hmm. about the supremacy of Christ in all things? What does it say about my relationship with God? And so, I mean, I know I've shared with you, you know, we're, I go places and I, I hear preaching. I sit there and I go, my gosh, they're just missing the mark. The gospel is like, it's <laughs> right there. Stop. Jimmy, Why can't you just? Jimmy, oh. Jimmy called me one day at, when he was visiting the church. And, uh, oh, my gosh, people are texting. I got to How do I turn off my sound? What do you do? Oh, this thing. All yep. Right. So. They want to watch the Cubs game. Jimmy, uh. Yeah, Steve and, and Pat are all talking about the getting together for watching the Cubs game. Uh, I'll, I'll be sure and be there. No, you're not. No, I'm not going to be there. Um, so Jimmy calls me one day after he visited a church, and he was, like, he was so frustrated. He's like, dang, dude, this guy was preaching through the Bible. Mm-hmm. He's in a passage, and he's got this illustration, mm-hmm. and it, he was teed up to hit a home run gospel-centered oh. thing, oh. and he just— did he even swing at it? Did, no, he, no, did he, he swing and miss? Uh, no, he swung and it like it was like wah wah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he swung wildly and hit the catcher behind him yeah, and exactly. uh, knocked and, out the catcher. You know what? <laughs> yeah, he totally missed the gospel. He like he hit. He wasn't. He didn't hit the the ball. You know, he didn't hit the ball. Like I, I don't know how to explain it. He he just completely missed it. I, he just completely missed it. He went for something else. He went instead of hitting the gospel out of the park. He hit some illustration from a personal preference movie. Right. It's just like, it was just weird. I was just, and it's not, Jimmy didn't call me to complain about the guy was a like bad preacher or what. It was just like, wow, man, the gospel was missed. And that's what really matters. Such a great opportunity. So the, the ransom uh, approach is designed to, um, to encourage people to read the scripture thoughtfully, yeah. to apply it very personally, and to interpret it theologically. Yes. Right? That's that's really what we're talking about. So why don't we explain what we mean by theology here? Because I know a lot of people... Oh, yeah. Like we, uh, most of the people yeah. listening to this podcast are into theology. They can define it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, there's some people that... They, there's a struggle, though, with what is the value of theology, though, right? right? Because in a day and age where, where doctrine divides, oftentimes people say, well, no, then theology shouldn't be part of the discussion because theology is what... We don't want to get bogged down in these details, guys. Yeah, we, 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 you know, someone might, might suggest Jesus. that we, we, we call our podcast Doctrine and Division. Yeah, <laughs> some people might. And so, yeah, I mean, the, but theology is, 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 it's important, right? Yeah. And I think that's really why we want to just talk about it. It's not just this mere collection of doctrines, right? right, or, right. Or uh, just assembled facts right. of who God is, right? Theology is, is well, the, the knowledge of God personally experienced and 
publicly expressed. That's what's important. Yeah, there. that's how we like to define it, right? Yeah. So, so hear us on that. Theology is not the study of God. Correct. That's how a lot of people define it, that's which right. is fine. We, yep. we, we get that. But really, why you say that, but more. More, more accurately, it's the knowledge of God personally experienced and publicly expressed. Like that word theology, right? It yep. comes from two Greek words, theos and logos. Yeah, logos, right? yes, right? yes. So it, which means God word or God words. Yeah. So really theology is, in one sense, God talk. So, and, and if, if we look about it, if we think about it in that way, there are these two principles in theology that seem to be forgotten quite a bit um, that the word itself should be pushing us to think about. And one of them is that theology, as the knowledge of God, is not an academic thing. Um, it is That's experiential. Good. Yep. Right? So, uh, to know God is different from knowing about God. And a lot of people approach theology that way. They go, oh, I just need to, I'm learning facts about God. Exactly. Uh, you no, know, it's, you're supposed I, to I, know him. That's it. And, and along with that, then, is the, the second principle, right, mm -hmm. is that the knowledge of God is intended to be experienced and then communicated. So it's right. not just something that you experience, but it's something that you share right. with those around you. I mean, First uh, Peter 2, 9 says, but yeah. you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Woo! So theology, though, is not it's not meant to just be you're not meant to be this kid on Halloween that, you know, gets all the candy and keeps it and hoards it to himself. And he has it in the pillowcase. In the pillowcase. Yeah. And he sleeps with it so no one else can touch it. Right. Right? That's what I did. Yeah. I'd sleep with it yeah. so no one else can get it. Right. You know? Especially your brothers. They take that. Oh, but I, I always took theirs. I really? You were the bully? Oh, yes. Look look at my size and look at them. Get out of here, man. Dustin was a state champion wrestler. You ain't taking anything from uh, Dustin. I, well, no, when he wasn't around. Oh, you steal it. I had steal it. I didn't say I would like, <laughs> wrestle it away from him. I said I would steal it from no, him. No, the difference is like we, you, I mean, okay, to, to push the analogy in a crazy direction, um, <laughs> like we have this um, uh, constantly refilled pillowcase of candy and we are constantly distributing it to all of our friends right like, you know what now i'm just i'm going right back to when i listened to that sermon you just missed it no that was it that's wah, it wah. oh stop it. <laughs> so now if we're talking about theology and the value of theology then we have to clarify here the source of our theology is the scripture it's not the human imagination oh, it's not just what i'm thinking about it's not your opinion it's not how i feel it's not your thoughts it's not your <laughs> it, it's none of that it's not your creativity but it isn't it what, you know, Olstein tells me or or Furtick? Can that, I just go to that? No, no. That's noology. Noology. That's, uh, that's no. Jeez. <laughs> um Man, they've been putting up a lot of Furtick uh, quotes lately. Oh, and, gosh, because he's been, he's been. He, he's, he's <laughs> such an interesting communicator who has nothing to say. Um, so anyways. Uh, listen, so the source of theology is the, is the Trump. Oh, no, stop it. Is, is scripture. But. Uh, we just want to be really clear here. We love theology books, systematic theology, biblical theology, all oh, this. Yeah. But those things are only good insofar as they are communicating what Scripture itself teaches. So that's why we have this Ransom Bible Study Method, right? It's a, it's really just uh, a simple six-step process um, that is reflected in the word ransom, right? So each letter in the word ransom functions uh, as, as an acrostic, right? So each letter of the word stands for an action to take as you're reading scripture. Mm -hmm. um, and so, uh, and we'll list this out in, in the show notes. Uh, but <laughs> Maybe. The, the acrostic. Or they could just download it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll, we'll give you a brief synopsis. And yeah. Then, but here's what we've got. We've got for you. The download. They, they, they have it all the time. Yeah. And it's a, but it, it'll flesh out everything that we're talking about exactly. here. 
Um, and so in, in order to get that, though, in order to get this as a PDF download for free, uh, you got to sign up for an email list. That's it. And those are who are already signed up, you've, you're going to get it already. Yeah, you should yeah. have already... This morning, yeah, you should have it. Get the email. So um, sign up for the email list, and you can get our Ransom Bible Study Method. And uh, we hope it's an encouragement to you. You can use it at your church and your small group, mm-hmm. and encourage people to go deeper into the Word. So let's talk about it here a little bit more in depth than we did uh, last week. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to go ahead and start? Sure. Start? Okay. So Ransom uh, stands for Read, Ask, Note, Summarize, Obey, and Meditate. Okay. Uh, each one an action that you need to be taking as you read and study scripture. So the first, uh, the, the, the first action is to read. So you ought to begin by reading the scripture. Uh, I think it's important to read it slowly. Um, mm. Some people benefit from reading it out loud. You definitely want to read it multiple times so that you become familiar yeah. with the passage. So, you know, you, maybe you're starting in the book of Genesis or maybe one of Paul's letters to Philippian, uh, to the Philippians, um, you know, King David's Psalm, whatever. Um, if you're if you're going to read a book of the Bible, you might want to actually sit down and read the whole book if you can in one sitting. Yeah. But what we're really getting at is once you're starting to drill down into it, you determine the portion of Scripture that you're going to read. Maybe it's an entire psalm or it might just be a, a paragraph in a chapter of an epistle. But determine what you're going to read and read that thoughtfully and slowly uh, and read it at least three times. Right? Yeah. I would say read it. Uh, it's going to allow you to... Um, uh, to to see uh, maybe the, the line of thought or the argument yeah. that the author is making. Uh, we want you to see the details there. And some people will benefit not just like they read it at least three times, but from multiple translations too, right? Yep. You know, try to try to change it up between the translations because uh, they might kind of say or, right. or you know, it say something different that might help joggle something. Right. Joggle? Yeah, joggle loose. You joggle it loose. Um, I, I That's think, a word. Yeah, so I think you can uh, hashtag joggle. Um, Jimmy joggles. Hashtag Jimmy oh, joggles. No. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, absolutely get. Uh, and with the with the internet now, it used to it used to have to have Bibles all over your table, but oh, now yeah. you can have the ESV, of course, which is like you know the premier translation in the English language. Uh, but you can get the CSB, <laughs> the NIV, the NASB, KJV, NKJV, whatever. Yeah, yeah, get them message, all out. Yeah. yeah, get them all out. Read them and um, and stop that with the message. <laughs> um, so yeah, read read this. Uh, thoughtfully, and some people, um, you know, they'll they'll write out the passage. That can yeah. be a help. Other yeah. people, for me, will... that's a big help is writing it out. Yeah. I like writing it out, and it helps you to work on your penmanship. Everybody, yep. work on your penmanship. Mm-hmm. All right, so read. That's the first step. Pretty obvious. Pretty basic. Yep. Uh, secondly, a ask. You know, one of the most important things is to be asking questions mm-hmm. of the text. Right. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to get this like. You know, you're not going to get this response from on high. Whoa! Whoa. What? You don't you limiting God? <laughs> you why you why are you limiting God? Maybe God wants to say something. Audibly. Maybe maybe, but your experience, yeah, nine times out of ten, I would say nine point nine times out of ten, it's not going to happen for you. I'll say ten out of ten. Oh, really? I'll go you're ahead say, and say ten out of ten. You're going to say ten out of ten. God is no longer. Have you ever met a person who, uh, who God speaks audibly to him who uh, who isn't crazy? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I have not. But the thing is, like, you know, God. God has spoken. Yeah, he, he got he got it He's, right there in the word, it, 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 right, right there, there in scripture. And so uh, that's you're asking asking certain questions. And so some of the questions you could be asking, I'm not going to go through all these, but uh, they'll be in the 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 download, right? What does this passage tell us about the person and work of God? What does this passage tell us about human nature and right. the world we live in? Uh, how does this passage connect to the whole of Scripture, right? What sin is highlighted or condemned? and Or how does this passage relate to the person and work of Jesus Christ? And yeah. how does this show us of our need of a Savior? I mean, there are plenty of, of other questions. You're just We just have some. 
uh, kind of get started uh, that Ali's we always start with, I always start with, um, as I'm looking at a passage. And so, I mean, you can ask many more questions, and but for us, these are the foundational questions that yeah. you should be asking of every of any given text. And think about it like this: you, you're yes, you're going to ask questions of the Bible and and another text uh, as a means of study. But really, what you're doing here is you're asking God questions. Yeah. You're asking God questions, and the answers are there in the text. So mm-hmm. um, the next action to take is to note, right? And so I'm going to go ahead and say, get a pencil, right? Mm-hmm. Get a pen. That's right. Uh, and, and, and the book, Note to Self, continue. Okay. Um, so <laughs> what you want to do is you actually want to note um, the main idea of the passage, key or repeated words, prominent doctrines that are being emphasized. And that's going to be made easier as you are asking those questions, right, in the, fir- right. In the second action step, ask those questions, and as you're beginning to find the answers in the Scripture. So we think it's really important to uh, st- get into the habit of taking literal notes, like journaling. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we always use the Lecterm 1917 notebooks. Yep. We love the those. Dotted one, dot yeah, grid. dot yeah, grid. Yeah, soft cover. Uh, well, it's really, really helpful. We'll link to that in the show notes. Whatever you do, whether you use that or some like spiral notebook, doesn't matter. But write this stuff down. Take note of what you're reading. It's going to be really helpful. Um, next, you're going to want to summarize, right? Uh, at this point, you should be able to summarize the main idea because if you can't summarize the main idea, then you haven't understood right. and grasped the point of the passage yet. Yeah. And so in, in one sentence, and, and a lot of ways, you know, for Joe and I, uh, and for others that, uh, for our other preachers, we talk about the sermon summary. Yeah. Right. This is kind of what we're talking about here. What is that main point being addressed uh, in this passage? And so you should be able to summarize it, write it down. That's again, why the value of journaling is there. We're going to, for me, I go through multiple revisions of what that oh, main yeah. point is. So as I'm reading it, I'll, I'll try to write something down. And I'll keep going and I'm rereading it again. I'm asking myself questions and I'm, you know, receiving different answers as I'm looking through other places in Scripture that's, that's you know, uh, reflected in this current passage. And then I'll revise what that, that summary is. But I, I, I should be able to leave uh, or end my time with the summary. What right. is the main point of this passage? And, and so I would say think about it like this. <clears throat> um, it, you you want to be able to summarize it, like Jimmy said, so that you understand it. It, it clarifies that you understand it. That'll, that will allow you to better apply it to your own life, and it will allow you to better communicate it to other people. Remember, theology is meant to be experienced and communicated. So um, it's it's really important for that. But let me also say this, because you know this, this six-step process, um, you know, you may on Monday morning— you may start. Um, you may not be able to summarize everything that you're reading right. on Monday. Yep. Um, this is this is a, a whole process. But your goal is to get there, and that's how you know I'm really beginning to understand it now yeah. because I summarize it. Um, the fifth step is obey, right? And so this is when your study of the scripture gets very personal. Um, it's one thing to ask, like, is there a command to be obeyed or a sin to be forsaken? Like those questions that we're asking in the second step are really important, but it's now what we're talking about is, oh, what does this look like in my life specifically, yeah. right? We're told to repent of all known sins specifically, right? when we look at the reformed standards. So you're asking more personal questions and you are writing these things down so that you can obey. Where do I fall short in this command specifically? Or even if you're in a narrative, how is the sin that is depicted here present in my life? Yeah. Right? Like oftentimes the, the scripture is presenting to you a sin problem, right? What uh, Chapel would call the fallen condition focus. Oh, yeah. And you look at that and you begin to see it as not just 
his problem. It's not just David's problem. Uh, it's not just humanity's problem. It's my problem. That's right. And so now I need to be asking myself and looking for, uh, like, how do I obey and what will this actually look like? Where do I need to repent? Um, how do I need to obey? What am I not believing that I need to start believing? Uh, why am I doubting? What am I doubting? So to res- we're talking about here, ultimately, the- this action step of obey is the beginning of the work of faith and repentance in very specific terms, right? Mm-hmm. You- we have the book, the book. We have the Bible, not to just read, but to receive it, right? And that is the act of obedience, to receive God's word. And then finally, meditate, right? And I mean, this whole time we would talk about being in the Word, right? Like we should be in the Word and that you're talking about, you know, Bible illiteracy is at an all-time high. And I, I agree with that. Uh, but at, at, it's really important to be in the Word, but even more important is to keep the Word in you and to keep it with you always, right? right. And so you might have a time for just a few minutes uh in scripture to do your devotions, but you could take it with you throughout the day. And that's where that summary is really important, right? Yeah. Is and the summary and obey is really important. Um, and oftentimes even the questions, actually all of it's really important. Like during the day as I'm as I'm reflecting or as I'm thinking, as I'm going, as I'm working, these questions, the the sermon summary, what what I should be obeying, what I need to be repenting of, is constantly there. Yeah. Right? Uh, I'm I'm constantly, I guess, chewing on it, I think is is a way people talk about it. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, throughout the day and your ongoing work of, of meditation. And so, I mean, to meditate scriptures, to just revisit the passage your yeah. questions, the answers and the central truths, uh, as you go about, uh, your work day. And, and what are some ways that they can help themselves meditate, Jimmy, like on a, on a practical level? I mean, obviously they can take their Bible with them yeah, yeah. and they can, they can open it up, yeah. uh, on their lunch break. But like, what are some other ways that they can practically help themselves meditate? Yeah. I mean, I think one way, uh, is memorization of scripture, mm-hmm. right? is to maybe within that that passage that you're looking at, um, there is, you know, you've only got, uh, uh, you see there's like a central text or a central right. passage. And so you say, okay, I'm going to really focus on this and memorize this and take that with me. Cool. Well, listen, um, this is uh, the, the, the ransom Bible study method. Mm. Uh, and we keep saying it's simple. Simple doesn't mean easy, right? No. Bible study is hard work. Um, and, you know, to, to steal sort of a line from uh, Flavel Flav, Flavel Flav. Uh, it, the Bible study is hard work because it is heart work. Yeah. Um, you're wrestling with your own doubts, sins, fears, and questions as you're being confronted with God's character, works, laws, promises, and answers. So um, it's simple. You can do this, but it doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. Uh, but we do believe that it can help you get more out of the Word, um, to go deeper into the Word, mm-hmm. and to become a better theologian. So um, we, we hope that what we do for ourselves is, uh, is helpful for you, um, because really uh, what we want is God's people to not just know the Lord, but they want, we want you guys and we want to make the Lord known uh, mm-hmm. in our lives. So it's, uh, it's something that we want you to share, right? Yep. Um, let other people know about it. Um, you know, they can, um, they can go to doctrineanddevotion.com slash ransom. Yeah. And um, there they can uh, they can sign up for the uh, the free download and get all the material. Um, but we'd love to know what you think, right? We'd love to know maybe what do you think we're missing yeah. in in this method, or um, you know what are some some things that we could provide that would actually help you uh, work this out uh, in your own personal devotional time. Like what are some resources that we could provide in addition to this uh, that would be would be good for you? Yeah, tag us. Uh 
uh, tag us online as well as use the hashtag DD Ransom. Uh, you could follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head on the website, DoctrineVotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast to get the Ransom Bible Study Method or hit up the store at JoeFoStore.com and grab some gear. Fresh Pod every Monday and Thursdays. Blog posts on Wednesdays. Video content on Fridays. Later. Later.